afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Rock Solid. This is Pat Francis. They're not booing, they're saying Bruce. <laughs> no, that does sound like Bruce. We're, we're, I wasn't trying to do Bruce this week. <laughs> I was, I was, I was trying to do Bruce. Bruce is yeah, whatever. Welcome to Rock Solid, your, <laughs> your, your podcast for all things uh, music, both uh, new and uh, New Jersey. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. I'm uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and I'm Gary Lucy. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Pat, how's it going? It's good to see you. It's good. It's good, Gary. I, uh, I picked up uh, on a recommendation from Gary from last week. I picked up The Muffs, Blonder and Blonder, and I listened to it the whole way down to the uh, record today. It's very good. All right. Cool, man. Yeah, you seem kind of amped up. I I, uh, boy, I'm, I don't mind telling you, I, I've been having kind of a rough go today. I had... Uh, I haven't been sleeping, and uh, the wife like uh, uh, pulled me out of bed at like you know seven o'clock, and uh, she needed something oh. from, from from down oh, in the okay. uh, down in the uh, storage locker, down in the uh, like in the carport. You know, you guys have it. a fallout shelter over at your house, right? <laughs> we uh, we live in a we live in an exclusive <laughs> non gated uh, apartment complex in Encino, and. Uh, Oh, it's the worst going down to the store because it's like it's so like unairgonite. It's like at a weird height and it's like dusty and it's like there's a lot of like bending and heavy stuff. It's just like a a back injury waiting to happen and it's like it kind of leaves you vulnerable in the common area mm-hmm. of the yeah. apartment, so you're you're prone to a lot of chit chat, you yeah. know, and everything with like passersby. I hope it was music oriented. I hope it was Gary. Can you get down to the storage to get my Bonnie Raitt CDs? <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> I wish. No, <laughs> it was nothing like that. It was. It was. It was these weird little dolls that she needed for some reason. But um, um, I did. I did find this other thing. Oh, that uh, this will be a good giveaway. My pain is your gain. Um, oh, oh, I love it. Do you? Uh, do you want these dolls? <laughs> well, no, it isn't the dolls. It's. Uh, I found this other thing. I, I had. I, I found my old issues of uh, Army Man magazine. Do you have you ever heard of that? No. This thing. It's like the Rosetta Stone of modern comedy. It's um, uh, George Meyer from The Simpsons, like the producer. Av- after like he, he he got fired from Letterman and bef- and uh, so he's just kind of bumming around. I was like, oh, maybe I'll put out a little magazine. So he put this little newsletter together, and it just it has everybody. It's got like Bob Odenkirk and Jack Handy and all these people, and uh, and it was just like it was like this cult thing. Like like everybody had it, and and it was just it's so funny. And they only did three issues, and um, one of them got reissued once upon a time. But I, I have all three of them, so I figured you know I should scan these in and. Uh, Give them away to the people. I think Army, like Army Man Magazine. Army Man, America's only magazine. Oh, okay. It's called. That's what it was. Uh, subtitles, it. but it's very funny. But uh, I'm way off on a tangent. Do, do you have anything music related? Well, I do. I do actually. Uh, from time to time, you know, many many rock stars uh, like to use the stage as their personal political. Uh, 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 what do I want to say? Uh, pulpit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I came across some. Uh, a little bit of a Paul Stanley stage patter where he's uh, he's got some some things to say to the troops. Oh no! Yeah, wow. so let's let's hear just a little bit of that. Now, people, I don't have to tell you, but there is evil in the world now. Oh no! There are bad people in the world. Al Qaeda. You pick up the newspaper, bad news. You pick up your newspaper. You pick up your radio. Turn it off, bad news. Turn on the Listen to KISS. Bad news. Hate the United States of America because they will never be the United States of America. Amen. Haters. You say it, Paul. Those 
I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> There's people live in caves, Gary. He's like like a Rick Perry saying, like, tone it down a little. He's. I, uh, I like when he says, you pick up your newspaper, bad news. You pick up your newspaper. <laughs> how I many, just read this bad news. <laughs> yeah, how many papers are you reading, Paul? <laughs> I subscribed to several. <laughs> Maybe we, uh, we, might, we might hear more of that later. If we need to. <laughs> Star Child in 12. That's what I said. I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's do it. So, Gary, you have a game for us before we get into the main topic? Not only do I have a game, I have a theme song for the game. Hit it, Matt. Everybody play the game. Play the game. <laughs> What's the game of the game? games without frontiers. That's right, it's time for the Rock Solid game. I'm hoping that the game is name the artists featured in the montage of games. Oh, that's, that would be a good game. We'll, we'll say that for next week. All right. But uh, this, is, uh, this is the game that's um, about as long as the theme song. It doesn't take very long to play, but it's, right. uh, we, we play it in the $25,000 pyramid style where I give a, uh, a list of clues okay. and Pat uh, guesses the answer. And right. um, we'll see how long it takes you to uh, get 10. Uh, Matt, do you think it's going to be over or under a minute to get uh, 10 for, for Pat? All right, he's got the hmm. over, so you got to beat it a minute, and uh, and you'll be the uh, lucky winner. So uh, we kind of have a movie related uh, uh, theme today. So um, I thought it would be fun to play. These are I'm going to give you clues to movies that are named after songs. These aren't movies with popular theme songs like Footloose or something like that, right. where we know the song. This was like the movie came out and they said, "What should we call this movie?" Oh, you know, it was a good song. We should call it that. Okay. Okay. So are you ready? Yes. I need sixty seconds on the clock. And or however long it takes, and uh, here we go. Okay, it's uh, C. Thomas Howell, and uh, he needs he dresses in blackface so he could get into college. Uh, soul man. That's right. Um, okay, it's um, uh, uh, River Phoenix and uh, Corey Feldman, and they find a body, and it's stand uh, by me. Exactly. Uh, Julia Roberts is a whore, and uh, Richard uh, Gere, pretty woman. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, Patrick Dempsey uh, pays Amanda Peterson a thousand dollars to be his girlfriend. For a month, it's a Beatles uh, tune. Uh, uh, Love me do. Uh, close. It's. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to hold your hand. He's trying to purchase uh, her. Can't effect. buy me love. Right. Exactly. Wow. Uh, okay. This is um, Nick Cameron uh, uh, tries to uh, purchase the love of Christine Milian. It's a remake of Can't Buy Me Love. It's a. Uh, it's a J Lo song, I believe. It's. Junk uh, uh, in the trunk. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. We'll pass. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Reese Witherspoon returns home down. Sweet south. home Alabama. Exactly. Uh, it's. Uh, oh, it's Molly Ringwald's birthday. And, Sixteen candles. Right. Uh, Jason. Biggs uh, makes love to a pastry. American Pie. Right. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, it's uh, Penny Marshall. Jumping Jack Flash. Right. Um, and uh, uh, Julia Roberts again, and she's in a rock band with Justine Bateman. Oh, uh, Satisfaction. Right. And uh, Matthew Broderick, I think he's cheating on Meg Ryan, and uh, it's a Robert oh, Palmer. Uh, oh, is Isabel. No. Um, uh, might as well face it. Uh, uh, the, the sneaking Sally through the alley. No. <laughs> uh, I. I, I 
Can't be addicted <laughs> to love. Right, exactly. And that was, uh, I think that might have been 10. That was a minute and 29. I didn't get them all, though. <sighs> but That's that hard was, because you, you, on the clock, I'm also competing with you, uh, uh, stammering when you ask the questions. So I, so I'm so nerve-wracking. <laughs> Love don't cost a thing. That's what we were looking Love for. Don't. That was the silent partner, Matt Bonap, yeah. manning the boards and the sound cues and uh, having a good time today. Not really. It looks like he's pissed. Pissed off. You don't know that. <laughs> What's that? I'm pissed. You don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't. I don't. Uh, unless unless it has unless it has Tyler Perry's name <laughs> in the title, I don't know that was, those movies. Oh, uh, I can do bad all by myself. So today, yes, Gary, today. We are going to do something. Uh, someone actually guessed this uh, either on Twitter or on uh, our Facebook page. I forget who it was. Uh, he asked if the numbering of the episodes was so that on episode 007 that we would talk about uh, James Bond theme songs. And uh, he was wow. right. Was it that transparent? Yes, it was. All right. um, we are going to be talking about uh, uh, James Bond theme songs, best and worst. Uh, these songs span over 46 years. <laughs> 22 songs, 19 artists. It's because someone recorded more than uh, one theme song, and we'll get into that in a minute. And uh, I just want to say one thing about that. I, I love James Bond movies. Uh, Gary said he's never seen a James Bond movie, right? I th- no, I've seen like like two of them. I would like I love James Bond music. I love John Barry, mm-hmm. and I love the idea. You know, like like uh, it, it's like an honor to be asked to record these songs. Yes. But um, I'm not a fan of James Bond. What I am a fan of is the Rule of Law. And the sovereignty of nations, and my right to not be killed at the whim of the British government, right? Or if I was a sexy Ukrainian babe, to not be sexed up under false pretenses yep. by a man in a tuxedo. Okay, these are all things that James Bond does not stand for. So I, right. I have a big beef, and I, I didn't really, I didn't really grow up with a with a dad around the house. So it was, uh, you know, that's kind of that's kind of your gateway into Bond. So <laughs> it was, uh, but uh, but I've seen a couple of them, and and I'm I I do I do love the music. So well, I've. I got some things to say. My, my big beef with James Bond is that um, they reboot the series uh, with Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, uh, one of the maybe the for me the best Bond movie ever, Casino Royale, mm-hmm. and um, they release it in two thousand and six. Sure. And uh, wouldn't you think the marketing department would say, you know what, if we just hold this thing till summer two thousand seven? Oh, we can we can we can have the greatest marketing campaign <sighs> of all time. Man, two thousand two oh oh seven. Even how, we figured that out. How do they not do that? It's uh, never gonna. They're never gonna get that chance again, uh, right? They're gonna really three thousand and seven. I mean, if they're still making Bond movies in a thousand years, maybe they'll get to do it. But that always bothered me so bad because they had such a great product. Just hold it for six months. Wow. Guys. Now, now that upsets me. I didn't even think about that. Ashton so. Kutcher the ninth is James Bond. <laughs> 3007. <laughs> so uh, how do you want to get into this? You want to go with best ones? You want to go with worst ones? You got one you like. I'll get, do one I like. We'll I'll play a clip. I'll just talk about some of my uh, favorites, I guess, and, okay. uh, and then we'll just talk about it and we'll uh, play a little clip. All right, great. Uh, shall I begin? Yeah, go ahead. The, uh, you know, the older I get, uh, the more Nancy Sinatra makes sense to me. I have to say that, like, uh, I used to think she was just all about boots or made for walking, uh-huh. but I thought she was like, uh, you know, the Miley Cyrus of the of her time, in as much as Billy Cyrus was okay. the uh, Frank Sinatra of our time. All right, but uh, the uh, uh, her Bond theme is uh, one of the best. It has um, has like kind of an Eastern uh, influence in there, kind of like a raga guitar sort of thing. And you're talking about you only live twice. Exactly. Let's hear that. Okay. Delicious stuff. 
I also love the notion that we live two lives. We have our life, and then we have our dream life kind of going on at the same time. Not like cat style, where you die and then you (laughs) come back. Where do you think your, uh, what is your dream life all about, Pat? What would you be doing? Uh, it would not be listening to old dull eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, let me tell you something about this, Gary. Gary, this is my number one worst Bond theme. Are you kidding and me? Let me tell you why. I saw, a, I saw a documentary once, and John Barry, who produced this song, said that this song was pieced together from over 21 takes. Oh. That's how bad Nancy Sinatra was. In the studio. Maybe they had a hard time choosing. There were so many good ones. <laughs> That's not how he was talking about oh. it. <laughs> Ouch. So I wow. that that's one of my worst ones just because of of that story. Interesting. Well, alone. Okay. Well, all right. So well, there, we've had our first knockdown drag out. <laughs> that's uh, brutal. Uh, oh, we're both bloodied and battered. Do not concur, sir. But uh, I, uh, you only got near, 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 near. You didn't care for that. <laughs> no. Uh, it's just because I don't know. All right. Well, that's what that's gonna, my reason. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to jump. I'm going to uh, jump the whole way to 2008. Oh. I think I, this is one of my favorite Bond themes. This is Jack White and Alicia Keys. And I think uh, it's song's called Another Way to Die. It's from Quantum of Solace because you can't work Quantum of Solace into a song. <laughs> but this is, to me, this is a little retro, a little mo- modern, a little bit classic all together. I thought that they just did a great job here. Let's hear some of it. I should have queued this up better. Now it's neat. I'm loving this. Sing it. There's a quantum of solace. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Well, this is a much longer intro than I thought, Matt. I'm so sorry. I'm loving it. This is fantastic. Love it. That's nice. I love that. You know, I was I was working on some entertainment website at the time, uh-huh. and and it was uh. uh like I needed a story, and and I and I thought I I thought I made up the fact that like oh the new Bond theme is going to be by uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys because I don't know maybe I, I like was sleeping uh-huh. in front of the TV and I heard that was going to happen it, yeah. and it just popped into my head and uh, you know and and it was like one it was one of those uh, dicey 
websites where it's like you know a lot of gossip and stuff like that right. so according to sources you know of, you know which was just me making it up <laughs> me on my couch yeah me on my couch so i and then it came true so it, was, it kind of gave me chills when i saw this on the list i was like what yeah. that's a real thing i, maybe that is I, real I will so you, ne- you never even went back to research to make sure you were correct uh, there's no time there's no time <laughs> God, gossip never sleeps you are you're what's wrong with journalism today gary oh well you know it's all bad news <laughs> <laughs> but i uh, that is that was good boy that's kind of cool that was I that's awesome. That uh, that Alicia Keys, she's easy on the eye too. Yeah, yeah. Says that Jack White. Wait, what is it? <laughs> um, go ahead, Gary. You got another one? Sure. Um, uh, you were talking about how it's, it was hard to work uh, uh, Quantum of Solace into a song. Yes. And that was the uh, the same problem that they were facing with Thunderball. Like, oh, how are we going to make it with Thunderball? So they had, um, uh, why don't you hit that uh, Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? We'll uh, hear that uh, Dion Warwick a little bit. So they're originally going to have a song called Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Right. Which we hear was... Uh, Recorded by Shirley Bassey, the go-to gal for Bond themes. Yeah. So this was this was actually not a Bond theme. It is not. This is what they were, we're thinking gonna about. going to go with. And then the studio said, um, could you, we love it, could you work the title in somehow? I know. Uh, so they said, ooh, okay. So this was like the Dionne Warwick version that came out. It didn't come out until the 90s, but it's kind of cool. We're uh, vamping a little bit for the uh, the vocals here. It's not like a... His horn bleats everywhere. You gotta watch I out. I know. Duck. <laughs> no! <laughs> Behind you. But anyway, so. Um, he's uh, tall and he's dark. And like a shark, he looks for trouble. <laughs> That's why the zeros double. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Yeah, could you work in the title instead of this double so zero? Now, so now hit Thunderball by Tom Jones. Yeah, now didn't make my list of best or worst. It's just one of the ones that's now. Kinda- Tom Jones is the man. Like I'm a man, and Tom Jones is a man in the same way that like a thoroughbred stallion and a sloth are the, are, are all mammals. You know what I mean? Right. And the story I read was that Tom Jones, the man. Singing the last note on this song, passed out in the studio. Oh, so maybe could you skip to the end? I think it's like two twenty-seven. We can hear that. that Wait, final we have to note. hear him say Thunderball. Oh, we have to hear Thunderball. Sorry. He looks at this world and wants it all. Wants it all because that rhymes with. <laughs> so he strikes. No. Now you want to go to the end, the last note of the entire song? Yeah. There it is. So he strikes like there goes my glasses. <laughs> Laid out Tom Jones in the yeah. studio. Now you you spend some time in the Midwest. You ever experience any of the, uh, those uh, thunderballs coming at you? I have never had a thunderball come at me. <laughs> oh no, that's good. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. The, sometimes the lyrics on on these songs are. Uh, I want to jump. I want to jump right now to, to. I'm going off a list here. This is the most literal. Uh, the lyrics are the most literal of any of the Bond themes. Oh, excellent. And it's, uh, this is by Lulu, who you would know from uh, <laughs> yeah. To Sir With Love. And this is the theme to uh, Man With The Golden Gun. <laughs> and it just... The, the lyrics just crack me up. 
is dancing. Mm-hmm. It's funky. I like that. He has a powerful weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he charges a million a shot. <laughs> <laughs> An assassin, a second to none. The man with the golden That's all you need. <laughs> it's like a single entendre. He's got a, he's got a weapon. He charges this money, and <laughs> he's gonna he's an assassin, and boom, man with the golden gun. So his his gun is actually made of gold. It is. It is made of gold. Oh. And yes. is that an advantage, uh, marksmanship-wise? I don't. I doubt I don't it. Know. It also comes apart. Oh, <laughs> you can put it together because he'll sit down he'll, in the movie. He, he sits down like a lighter and a pen and a couple of things at the dinner table. To where I would say, why did he bring a lighter and a pen and all this stuff to the dinner table? And then he just assembles the gun while he's talking to you and then puts it under the table. I've bond, you know. Shoots him in the balls, whatever he does. <laughs> the thunderbolts. <laughs> the thunderbolts. <laughs> Gary, go ahead. You're next. So uh, the first um, uh, Bond movie I ever saw was uh, A View to a Kill. But we're not going to hear that. Okay. But uh, the, the the friend who took me to that was a huge Bond uh, fan. And uh, at, at my wedding, he, he performed this song that is such a great song. Just John Barry at his finest. In the, in the movie... Uh, I think this is the the least popular Bond movie of all time. View to a Kill? No, it's um, it's uh, Honor Majesty Secret Service, the George Lazenby one. And uh, the song was by uh, Louis Armstrong in the movie. Uh, we have all the time in the world, but it's such a great ta- song that uh, it's such great song craft that not even the fun loving criminals can mess it up. This is their uh, this is their. So this is We Have All the Time in the World, yeah. but done by the fun loving criminals. Yeah. Okay, trip hop Scooby Snack style. I will tell you that among Bond aficionados, that is a great movie. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. He gets married in that one, right? Yes. Lazenby's not great, but that's a great movie. Like, if if Connery would have been around for that one, Hmm. killer. I just love this song. This sounds great. It's really nice at the wedding. So why this song is good Because Bond gets married in the movie But then his wife gets killed So they didn't really have all the time in the world Life's precious It is That's the message here And nothing can teach you that life's more precious than some rappers (laughs) Because you know At any minute they could get gunned down somewhere Oh yeah they know They know It's uh, life is cheap And should we Should we Play a little bit of um the original? Um, yeah. Do we have it there? We can hear some of that Louis Armstrong. Yeah. But uh, while he's getting that, that ready, that's another thing that bugs me about James Bond. Like, do you think, like, he goes to work every day. It's probably not danger every day. What I'm thinking that probably happens is, like, it's probably not a doomsday device every day, but maybe, like, oh, you know, some scientist has come up with a car that runs on water. And uh, BP, British Petroleum, doesn't like that. Go, uh, go, go, go take care of that, Bond. Yeah, use your double O and take yeah, care of that dude. Exactly. That's what I think really goes on there in MI5. I, I read a biography of Louis Armstrong. And it said he used to smoke three cigar-sized joints per day. I would love to hear someone do a mashup of, of Louis Armstrong and Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Find something for them to do together. Beautiful. Romantic. Beautiful. So um, That brings us to, back to you. I will go with... Uh, let's just hear... <laughs> this is one of my favorite Bond themes. It's by Carly Simon. And it's nobody does it better. Oh, well. And I like this because uh, it um, this 
this actually works as a Bond theme, but it also works just if it was just a song on her album. Because it doesn't... Um, oh, actually, at the end, I think she does say The Spy Who Loved Me in the end of the song. Works it in, but it's fine. Yeah. Makes me feel sad for the rest. Yeah, but this is one of my favorite ones. Nobody does it half as good as you. And does she mean killing people or doing some stuff in the sack? This means doing it. Yeah. Baby, you're the best. <laughs> Seventy-seven. Oh, here it is. The spy who loved me is keeping all my secrets safe. So yeah, it could be a metaphorical spy. Yeah, I. Yeah, it could be, and they, they seem they they seem to work it in like nicely without over overdoing it for some reason. Yeah, like thunderballs. Yeah, like thunderballs like, or man like with the golden gun. Pretty obvious, but here I love that song. And um, here's here's what makes a great Bond theme to me. It's uh, Carla Simon. She's not like bending her style to fit the Bond right. mold. She's not like throwing in some you know muted trumpets and snaky bass yeah, lines. Exactly. She's doing what she does. And you know it's it's like of its time. It's kind of timeless. A good sense of drama. Yeah. In the song, I wasn't looking, but somehow you found me. This is uh, beautiful, and um, it's such a well-written song. And it was on the very next one on my list, but I brought in a version. This was a staple of uh, Radiohead's live set back in the. 90s. Radiohead would, does a version of uh, "Nobody Does It Better." Date off in the encore in the nineties. Uh, Listen to the to this. I like what you're doing with this segment, Gary. Oh, thank you. Nobody does Makes me feel sad for Nobody does it Half as good as you Baby, you're the Crazy. There you go. Tom York, a good singer. Yeah. But he can't he can't get there with yeah. uh, Carly Simon. So anyway, so I, I thought that was kind of a kind of a it, neat. It's uh, funny you you, you bring up Radiohead and when you when you when I look at the list of people who have done a Bond song, it's um there's some pretty big names in the list, but there's not like I wonder if they ever tried to get U two or, or the Stones or I don't know. I just I don't know if they ever tried to rock it up or get someone who was like the biggest thing of all time at that time period. Right. You know what I mean? Like for example, in <laughs> in uh, in nineteen uh, in nineteen eighty nine, um, and we're not going to play this one because it's not good. <laughs> but it's uh, they got Gladys Knight in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, it just doesn't seem. Like, that's a good fit for She's 89. wonderful, but yeah, see, that's, um, I would have loved to hear what, like, at that time, what, what the uh, Pixies could have right. done with yeah. the Bond song. That, that would yeah. seem like a natural fit, but. And then in 1995, they get Tina Turner. Now, again. 1995, <laughs> again, we're 12 years past, or we're 11 years past Private Dancer, so it just seems like maybe they should have got her for, like, you know, something back then. You know what I mean? It's just, they're always, they always miss by about 10 years, so actually the two newest Bond themes were done by, uh. 
like we said, uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys, and then and then uh, Casino Royale. The theme was done by uh, Chris Cornell. So at least they're, I think they're trying yeah. a little bit to get. I but even Chris Cornell, I mean, it's like Soundgarden is, you know. He was a little bit over, but yeah. I, I think the franchise just really kind of lost its way then, you know, like yeah. in those 90s. And yeah, they didn't know what they were doing. I'm going to go to another yes. one on, on my worst list. This is, uh, this is from Tomorrow Never Dies. And this is Cheryl Crow. And this is exactly the opposite of what you said about yes. the Carly Simon. Yeah. This is where Cheryl Crow totally sells out and tries to do a Bond theme the way a Bond theme should be done. And it just comes off as so phony baloney. More timpani. <laughs> this just sucks. Darling, I'm killed. Boo. I'm in a puddle on the Finger. <laughs> License to suck. <laughs> Live and let blow. <laughs> oh, end it. That's enough. Yeah, they. Uh, she fell victim to this. The uh, uh, the pretenders, garbage. They all like did that. Oh, we gotta have a. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, they did. They all they all kind of kowtow to what they think you be you. Be. Don't be Shirley Bassey. Yeah, they hired Cheryl Crow. They hired you know whoever they hired, and then just do it. Let me let me go off the board here for one. I was. Um uh, How far off the board are you going to get? A little bit. I was. I was like. I knew there was that that a Matt Helm thing was kind of like a, a contemporary thing of Bond. It was kind oh, yeah, of like yeah, a yeah. spoofy Bond. Yeah. That was, who was Matt Helm? That was Dean Martin, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then w- James Coburn was one, wasn't he? Too didn't he? He was, was Cool Hand Luke. No. No. He. No. Was, he was. Uh, who was he? Uh, in, in like Flint. In like Flint. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I was wondering, like, there was no black exploitation Bond, was there? There was like monster movie black. Uh, hmm. Black exploitation movies, but I couldn't think of one. But then, um, Black Belt Jones. <laughs> I don't think there was. Not really. I think that was later. That was more kind of, you know, somebody who was like debonair and like a yeah. Billy Dee Williams kind of thing. I'm, but I'm, sh- I'm sure they'll try to have Will Smith play James Bond in a couple of years, <laughs> probably. Or yeah. oh, that's who's going to do it in 3007, the uh, revivified uh, corpse of. Uh, oh, it'll be Jaden. Jaden. Jaden yeah. the third. Okay, go ahead. But so we didn't have the Black Exploit, but we did have a theme song for it by Edwin Starr, and it's called Double O Soul. Let's hear that. <laughs> They call me Double O Soul. Sounds like a Bond theme right now. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who did War. What is it good for? What's what's he clicking together? Ooh, wooden sticks. Sounds like two marble dominoes yeah, attached exactly. to some drumsticks. See this movie. How is this not just in a Colt 45 ad at least? <laughs> Don't let the smooth taste fool you. Pat. I'm telling you. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, I'm going to do another one of my uh, one of my worst ones. Oh yeah. This is uh, this. Her birthday was just last week, and Gary told oh, a story yeah. about having sex with her. <laughs> and um, this is from uh, Die Another Day, and this is Madonna, and this just sounds like it was written for a, a, like a gay Bond parody. <laughs> It's just, what would that be called? James Bondage? Yeah, it's yeah. just... <laughs> or 
Maybe just gay bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gay bond. I'm gonna wake up. Yes and no. I'm gonna kiss. <laughs> Guys are roboting. I'm gonna keep this secret. I'm gonna close my body. This is totally made to to dance to in the club. I could get my freak onto this. Yeah, I don't I don't care for it. It's not Bondy. It's not Bondy. Gold Bondy. Maybe. <laughs> but but uh, it's funny because Matt Matt brought this up. Is uh, Madonna also did a song? Yeah, I brought that in uh, as one of. of oh, one you of my brought picks it in for okay. like. Uh, Matt had mentioned it too. She was in uh, her her song for a Bond spoof was better than her Bond song. It was Madonna, Beautiful Stranger. Beautiful Stranger. It's one of my favorite Listen, bo- Madonna songs. Listen to this jam. Did she write this for Austin Powers, or do you think she just had it laying around? And... Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say she did. You're going to say she wrote it for Austin Powers? Yeah. She's I'd in like the video, the... I think, right? With yeah, she is. Austin Powers, yeah. She looks great in the video. Like They're kind of like in the car together. Yeah. Or whatever. i got to hear the ba da 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 part. Do you think Austin Powers, did he shag her? <laughs> I bet he did. I think it's pro forma. I think he just it's part of you know. Let's get this over with. Anything with an sh, he he swing and then shag. <laughs> yeah, this is a great tune. At least there's an attempt to sing in this song, right? It's, um, yeah, not overly 60s-ish, but no. it kind of goes, you know, sort of. To Great tune. Now we get Anyway. Where's the chorus, Madonna? <laughs> Groovy, baby. There we go. There we go. I guess they're making a part four. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Is that... uh, Mike Myers uh, dipping into his bag of tricks. Oh, what did he pull out? Oh, Shrek 4. What what has he got in his hand now? Austin Powers 4. Did you ever see that uh, Love Guru? No. Yikes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, it's uh, you've seen it. He, yeah, it's it's kind of worth watching just for like, oh my god, just for <laughs> just for shits and giggles, baby. Yeah, <laughs> um, another SH. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say, and I don't know if we can all agree or if people would agree or not, but I think probably most people would say that maybe the best uh, Bond theme is Paul McCartney and Wings. I can't deny that. That's good stuff. I mean, it was uh, it was right at a time. This this is an example of. Of when Wings was gigantic mm-hmm. in uh, in 1973. That's when Band on the Run came out, right? And a little trivia that this is written by Paul and Linda. Oh, really? I think Paul probably thought, you know what, let's throw Linda's name there. And if we get nominated, if we win an Oscar, Linda will have an Oscar. But if this Take that, Yoko. <laughs> Linda co-wrote this. Makes you George Martin produces.
Matt is doing the craziest dance right now. It's some modern dancing. It's cool. Now, see, this still fits the thing we're talking about because uh, 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 the Beatles and Wings would do these like kind of uh, multi-part suites where there would yeah. like, total change of direction of music, right. like Uncle Albert or something like that. So this is, um, yeah, I don't know why he didn't do more film scoring besides uh, give my regards to yeah. Broad Street because that was that's good stuff. Yeah, and it's a shame because the song that followed "Live and Let Die" was uh, the uh, aforementioned uh, "Man with a Golden Gun." Ooh, really? <laughs> so that, that was as late as all that? Yeah, that's like, once again Lulu. Not really a topic. No, Lulu, nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, <laughs> mistake. But uh, the first time I ever heard "Live and Let Die," I'll never forget it. I was um, it was it was after the fact. I was like it was like seventy-seven, I think, and there was this special, I think, on CBS or something where there it was called "The Violence Epidemic," and uh, and they were so there's like uh, you know violence in America today. It's a problem. And they cut to this like really fast cut montage of like riots and fighting and shoot. And it was like really violent and bloody. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and the music they used was just like dun, 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 dun. Oh, so, it, so to this day, I get a really visceral reaction. Like I think, I think someone's going to hit me every time I hear that. <laughs> we, do you want to turn it on and Mac and bop you in the head? I can't, yeah, that would be good. And then Guns N' Roses did it. And that was very Yeah, sinister. and that was, geez, that just feels like an assault too. Yeah. When I, when I first heard of it, I thought, oh, yeah, don't do that. Why? That doesn't need to be done. You but were young in your heart. I, I think it works though. I think it's a what successful. I think I think it works. We could we could play you know like I said there's so many of these we could go all night but I'm just I'm just gonna give you my my five worst without hearing all these. Oh wait let me. Uh, oh go ahead. Oh, I'll, I'll jump in with 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 my favorite. It's your another, favorite. Okay cool. It's another oddball one. Is this an, a legitimate one or is this one? It's that, kind of uh, an oddball one because Bone Thugs and Harmony did. <laughs> no this is this is from the uh, movie but and and I I have affection for it because it was also. Um, the the uh, the news theme for uh, my friend uh, Teresa Strasser on the Adam Carolla show. She used this okay. as her news theme. I asked her to, to come in today, but she but she couldn't make it to uh, comment on it. And it was also in this great Saturday Night Live sketch with uh, Peyton Manning and okay. Will Forte. I can't wait to hear it. It's uh, uh, Mr. Herb Alpert with the original Casino Royale. Hit it! <laughs> now this is from the Woody Allen film. Yes, this movie is on the mess. Makes, this movie is a mess. It makes no sense. It's almost, it's like the Love Guru, practically. It's like Do you remember the sketch where Will Forte is the coach and he's trying oh, to yes. get the team uh, hyped up? Herb Alpert, yeah. he's, he's phenomenal. Can't go wrong. Yeah. He's the, he's the A in A and M Records. Exactly. Do you know who the M is? No, Madonna. <laughs> she's young. She's very business savvy. <laughs> Midge. Albert and Midge. So let me give you... I'm going to round out my top five worst. Oh, yeah. we, we heard You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra, Die Another Day, Madonna, Tomorrow Never Dies, Sheryl Crow. And then my other two are License to Kill by Gladys Knight. Right. And then The Living Date. <laughs> That's, this is your worsty is, worst? Is this you playing Gladys Knight? It's just... <laughs> Turn it off. You can play a little bit more. Of this. And then The Living Daylights by Aha is just utter crap. Just so... Just, uh. Who's the guy that remade their... Uh, their oh, A.C. Newman. Yeah, yeah, maybe he'll tackle this. Maybe he'll and tackle and this. And I'll next, love yeah. her this. Listen to... I know. I it's like written in phonetic English yeah. and, and everything. Because <laughs> where are they from? Switzerland? Something like that, yeah. Living's in the way we die. 
Living is in the way we die. Mm. Boo. So true. So true. Uh, yeah, turn it off. Uh, it. Do I have time for one more Bond-related oddity? This is, yeah. this, this is the song I, I uh, think of mostly when I think of James Bond. It's uh, from the mid-'80s. This is a punk band called the uh, Toy Dolls. Uh, they had kind of a novelty hit called Nelly the Elephant. Did you ever hear that? No. Anyway, no. but uh, they also had another one called. Uh, they opened for the Wiggles, didn't they? When they <laughs> no, no. The they were they were like they were kind of like um, kind of like a cleaned up like Sex Pistols or something. Okay, like. but uh, but uh, this is uh, called James Bond Lives Down Our Street, and it's about a minute. So there you go. That's uh, James Bond <laughs> down our street. The Toy Dolls. My wow, this uh, this uh, look back at Bond as. Uh, hey, I mean, two two other ones here, oh, real sorry. quick. That are, we don't have to play clips, but in my top five oh, yeah. uh, are uh, "Live and Let Die," Di- uh, "Another Way to Die" by Jack White and uh, Alicia Keys. Nobody does it better by Carly Simon. Uh, a View to a Kill by Duran Duran. Cause oh, that, that's in there? Yeah. That's I pretty, think that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good, good one. Uh-huh. And then uh, and uh, Shirley Bassey's Goldfinger, just because I think that's like uh, the like quintessential like yeah. Bond. That was the third Bond movie, and that was the first one to really get, you know, that just Goldfinger, <laughs> the man with the Midas touch. And that's right on the nose, too, but it's for some reason it, it worked for me. Very dramatic. Yeah. And uh, I like View to a Kill, the movie. That was the first Bond movie I saw, and... Uh, had like the good villains of uh, Walken and Grace Jones. Yes, and uh, and once again, uh, Duran Duran making Bond come to them, mm-hmm. doing what they do. Yep, working exactly. in the awkward title. Who knows what it means? But, and, uh, and a little Bond trivia for you. Uh, another good song is "For Your Eyes Only" by Sheena Easton, yes! and she's the only artist to ever appear in the title sequence of the movie. You don't say. Is she like skiing around or what is she doing? No, you know how usually there's like uh, like naked girls and you're hoping right. that maybe you'll see like a nipple or sure. something and they're in gold or jewels oh. or diamonds. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's in that. She's not naked, but she's in there. Do you see her sugar walls? I, we don't know. Do you see her sugar walls? <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, Gary, you got anything else before you go? I have, I have one uh, something that uh, I have to want to talk about a CD that's coming out this week. I have a sizzling link for you. This is a, a site I've been meaning to uh, plug for a long time. It's amazing. It's called uh, Dirty Laundry TV, and it's a web series. It's amazingly produced, and he gets uh, just all the hottest, like, uh, up-and-coming bands on there, like like uh, Crystal Antlers, The Thermals, and you will know us by the Trail of the Dead uh, recently. And then also, like, Mike Watt. He had the last, uh, I believe, the last interview ever with uh, Polly Styrene of X-Ray Specs before oh, wow. she died. And then, uh, not X-Ray Specs, but wait, no, X-ray, anyway. Um, so it's uh, Dirty Laundry TV. It's, it's, uh, it's great. It's, like, you know, five or ten minutes, something that you want to watch. It, he gets these bands at this laundromat over on... Uh, in uh, Silver Lake, and uh, <laughs> and they just uh, they they get some to really gossip and tell a lot of good stories. So check that out. Oh, that's cool. 
And uh, I have uh, a new CD release coming out this week as we speak. Gary, I got a copy for you. Look there's at this. A, there's a promo copy for oh, you. Uh, this is uh, called uh, Outside Society, and it's a Patti Smith retrospective. Look at that. And this covers her entire career on uh, on Arista and uh, and Columbia. So it's got... Uh, it's got, this has everything you need on here. Yeah, it does. It does. And Matt, if you want to... I have these all queued up, Matt. So a um, uh, bunch of covers on here. She does Gloria... She does, um, so you want to be a rock and roll star. This is Gloria. <laughs> and of course, Because the Night. I mean, even if you, if you don't own this song, even if you just buy it to have this, it's uh, beautiful. written by Springsteen. She changed some of the lyrics and he actually gave her credit. It's a song called Frederick. Produced by Todd Rundgren. Oh, nice. Cover of the Birds, So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star. Also produced by Todd Rundgren. And then this is People Have the Power, which oh, is yeah, what, this, this was hot. released in the 80s, and she wanted tried to bring a little bit of an 80s vibe to the stuff she does. This is when she wore that cone bra. Yeah, that. yeah, no, no, you're thinking of someone else. Oh, right. right. But uh, just great. Pro- uh, these songs were produced by uh, people like John Cale, Jack Douglas, Jimmy Iovine, Todd Rundgren, um, uh, Gil Norton, Lenny Kay. I mean, this is a nice collection. So that's great. And, and uh, yeah, I, like outside so society. Many, so many people. Michael, Michael Stipe, uh, probably his biggest influence, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. And definitely. I used to think that she was like a hippy dippy like poet artist who would just like talk speak over. Uh, over music, but that's that's not the case at all. I was really uh, I wasn't that familiar with Patti Smith, and I listened to this collection, and I was really into it. I thought, wow, she's she's quite a singer, definite artist. She's yeah. she's feeling it, and uh, you know, I got her um, her uh, one of her recent memoirs, uh, just kids about her and her gr- growing up with uh, Robert Mablethorpe. You know, when they first moved to New York, right. and I got it on Audible, and I was very excited to listen to it. It's in Swedish. <laughs> oh, interesting choice. Not not available in English. But uh, so anyway, hopefully that I'll, maybe I'll have to read that the old-fashioned way. I yeah, guess. terrific. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, you'll have to put eyes to page. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh well, I can't read. All right, <laughs> Matt. Thank you very much. Thank you, Matt. Thank you to Never Not Funny, Gary. You got a out for us. Sign <laughs> off. <laughs> um, oh man, I was I wasn't. Uh, uh, that's it. And